this is episode 51, Balance and Priorities. Hi everyone, we're back with another episode of SLP's Wine and Cheese. I'm Deb. And I'm Maria. And here's our podcast. For the realistic SLP. Welcome. Welcome Welcome back, I almost want to say, because we did take a short yet effective break yes a very necessary break yes that we all needed mm-hmm. mostly you not yes. to you know that is true i will well anything. if there was a finger to be pointed it certainly should be at me because i i just had too much going on that's too a good much. thing though i was very happy for you and very excited and as i still am thank you present tense i am excited and happy for you that you have a new apartment that we're sitting in right now. Yes. So cool. Do you like it? I do. I'm surrounded by boxes, but I still yes. like it. No, I'm kidding. It's kind of like a fort. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With boxes. A box fort. And a dog just yeah. staring at us. On top us. of the castle of boxes. Yes. Um, we do have some things that we need to worry. Uh, well, not worry about, but to fix. Like um, we've been spending so much time outside, which has allowed like there's a fly are all buzzing around my head right now. Yeah, that's um, okay. We're gonna keep it going. So we just got to, there's some things, you know, when you move into a new place, things are different. We're on the yes. first floor now. So anyone who walks into the building, the dogs hear them going up the stairs and then they start like barking. barking. So now we have mm-hmm. to work on like calming them down under that circumstance. And um, then also we have a backyard. I know. Can we get a cheers to yeah, this backyard? Yeah, cheers to the backyard. I just want to say you have a backyard and a dishwasher. Game changers. Mm-hmm. I'm quite pleased. Mm. Um, but the backyard, although it's lovely, it's all um, dirt currently, which has caused a lot of dirt to trail into the house. So, right. you know, you just have to live somewhere for a little bit before you can determine like what works and what doesn't. And then you need to prioritize according to need. I like that. Yes. So while we're going to talk about that, I definitely want to talk about the wine because I'm not really doing any of what you're doing. Right. I'm just drinking here. Yes. You know, I'm Mm -hmm. just relaxing. Well, I'm glad that you came to drink and relax. Thank you. I'm glad (laughs) you do, actually. So I'm glad we are on the same page. Good. So we have our correct. I was corrected today, which I really appreciated. Who corrected you? Gail. She's one of our listeners. Hi, Gail. Yes. Hi, Gail. She Gail, really let me know if you think I should become prompt certified. Oh, she's going to say yes. Okay. <laughs> Woohoo! Anyway, um, so she corrected me, but in a good way. And she did say that she is a listener and she really enjoys us. Oh, yay. Yeah, and she's great. But um, so we're drinking, again, Grateful Palate, bitch line, you know. And uh, it's the Granache grape with the stress on the first vowel, which Gail told me, which I feel like really helped me to remember and also produce. When what were I was you saying? Granache. I don't know. Everything but Granache. Am I, I feel saying like it wrong again? I feel like I've heard Granache the whole time, so I'm not quite Gren- sure. Gre- the stress is on oh. the... See, there they are. Uh, it's okay. At least so, they yeah. know we're serious about right. everything we say. You know? There's our evidence. Yeah. So we also have to Grand. figure out how we'll do this now with I dogs. I feel like I'm messing up the stress, but I was told to stress on the first vowel. Yes. And I think mm-hmm. that was a good opportunity for me to think about teaching stress. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, stress on the first vowel. Right. So yeah. Right. With that, for the record, it's Grenache. That's it. That's Grenache. how you pronounce the grape. Grenache. And we paired it today with this nice, smooth provolone. And we got 
little protein in there with some salami, mm-hmm. which, Deb, you really like salami. I do. I'm a big salami fan. I'm not as big of a fan, but um, I do feel like it is a good hearty snack. I mean, you know, like it's on the go. Don't take wine with you on the go. Right. Unless you're like New walking. Orleans. Right. Or there have open container laws. Savannah, mm-hmm. Georgia, too. Fun oh. fact. South Street Seaport, you can walk all around and really? drink. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. In New York City. Yes. For the, for the record. Mm-hmm. But um, I really like this pairing, and I definitely vote drink this wine. I vote drink it as well. And I like that the smoothness of the provolone with the slight kick of the red wine was, like, really nice. And it was just, like, very, like, classic, you know? Yeah. Like, it works well together, Yeah, I it think. wasn't, like, overwhelming or it wasn't, like, complicated. It was, like, let's roll it up this provolone with the salami and have some wine it's like yeah. a great little midnight snack if you will yes absolutely yeah. i agree yeah so snacking on the go i feel like is important because when you're running around like in the summertime i feel like everyone's busy in the summer yeah you want to pack healthy snacks so i definitely recommend provolone and salami well, salami is not very healthy for you at all. Right. Lots of nitrates and I know pork is like the worst <laughs> of all the meats that you can consume. But Good point. I mean, you can have a salami here or there. Everything in moderation. Yeah, I'm um, thinking like you know, like a quick little snack as we rolled it up. But yeah, I, I was asked what my goals are for next year, and wow. they are to do more. Um, taking care and prioritizing what I need to do for myself Mm. to have a successful busy day. And that includes like meal prep and planning my clothes and things along the lines of that. So, um, yeah, I I think it's important in order to maintain a balanced life. I agree. And that's what we want to talk about today. Mm -hmm. So today on this episode, we will feature a lovely interview from one of our listeners and another fellow SLP. Ah, so we'll get to hear That's from her. That's exciting. I haven't heard it yet, so I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it's a great interview. I had a lot of fun listening to her and also interviewing her. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just trying to live in the moment. I'm not trying to talk about next year, like at all. You know, right? Yeah, I'm you just trying to even... talk about the summertime. Right. You know? Yes. Now that I'm 31, I'm a little wiser. Oh, right. Woo-hoo. You're 31. I'm still 30. Yes. This yeah. This is the rare moment where <laughs> I'm a little older, so you should listen to me. Right. Yes, because you're older and wiser. That's right. Mm-hmm. By like two weeks or yeah, about that. Okay. Yeah. So I wanted to focus on not next year, this moment, the summertime mm-hmm. and how, you know, I'm sure our listeners are still busy, even though, let's say school's out or maybe since it's the summer, maybe their caseload has lightened up a little bit. But it's still important that we have to balance what's going on in our lives. You know, we all have responsibilities, whether you're a mom or you're single and you have your pets or your family. Like we all have these responsibilities and priorities. So. Right. Yeah. And especially yourself, even if you're just you, you need to take care of you. Exactly. Because if you don't take care of yourself, no one else will. That's a good point. I mm-hmm. like that line. Cheers to that. Mm-hmm. Let's take a little sip. You sip. I'm going to go on to uh, asking you, how do you prioritize your life? And then I was going to give three tips. So I wanted to hear your tips or your viewpoint on that. Okay. So, I mean, I feel like throughout my day and week, there are a few staple things that I must do. And so I do a lot of time blocking, for instance, like, I'm seeing Maria from 10 to 11 and then Mm -hmm. from 1130 to um, 
twelve fifteen, I'm seeing Michael, and like I'll do it like that. But you always know to like I'm gonna be late. So whatever time you think I'm gonna come, yes. just like add an hour. Yeah, I was pretending <laughs> Maria was the name of my client though. But yeah, you are oh. always late. Um, you can be on time if you if you. I think maybe you're worried to disappoint me or or anyone else that you're talking to. So like you give yourself an unrealistic time in which you'll be somewhere instead of like actually calculating how much time like you're just saying like in my head I'd like to be there at this time you should just be like realistic this is what time I'll be there like today I was 40 minutes late to my session and it was so stressful but I emailed the mom and then I got her phone number and I was just like my GPS says that my arrival time is 322 and I'm supposed to be there at three and then I'm like, I'm still going to have to park. And there is an accident on the BQE. So let's say we're not even going to start this session until 3.40. And we didn't. And we didn't start till 3.40. And then we stayed. We were supposed to be done at 5.05 because there's three kids. And I didn't get finished until 5.30. And that's just what happened. That is what just happened. That is just it. And I didn't say, like, I'm going to be there at 3.15, even though, you know, I would have liked to be there at 3.15. I knew I wasn't. So I just wanted to be very realistic. Which is good. And what's realistic right now is that we don't have an office because nothing is uh, unpacked yet. So we have to do this podcast in front of all the dogs that are barking. Which in our other previous episode, we did talk about dogs and that they have so many receptors in their nose. Right. And now I'm like chilling because... I'm wiser. You know, I'm just going to keep doing that. Right. Like, yes. Almost like an older sister. Thing. Yeah. It's like, like a self-serving raf- rationalization. Yeah. Whatever you want to say, younger <laughs> sister, you know, whatever you think is better. But right. Really, yeah. Really. I know better. OK. Mm-hmm. That the dogs are overwhelmed with the new surroundings. So it's OK. Right. They're, there's barking and there's usually like ambulances or motorcycles or cars. Right. In our episodes. So for today, it's dogs. It's dogs. You know, um, but Aislinn I did tell me I needed to give him the dogs a job when they're barking go to that go over there and lay down go lay down um and yeah because dogs in times of stress prefer a responsibility really is what she told me so i'm working on giving them jobs like sitting and laying down when they hear something oh um but yeah i need more high value snacks for them i keep running out (laughs) high value snacks what about toys um, if that was like, she mentioned that in the interview, she's saying like, if your dog is highly motivated by a toy, mm. then it's a high value s- treat. Right. But, um, my dogs are not that motivated by toys. And I think that they're spoiled. They are just like, mm-hmm. I, you're, I don't care if you take that away. I have three more. Uh huh. I'm glad you're saying it. Not me. Yeah. Because I well, just treats are what they're, what they're called. They're a treat. So it's not always, but I just have a lot of toys though. in my, in my defense as a dog mom, I'm just like, I got so many toys, you know, you got lots of toys. that I throw one and he's like, well, I got more toys over here. Right. Yes. So I don't have to run over there. So right. I feel you. Don't. Yeah. Don't. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That, that's that. So um, anyway, so you're big with time blocking. Yeah. And then I also make sure that I um, only accomplish. I only set to do tasks that will take the amount of time that I have available. We talked about this on our uh, social stories episode. <laughs> yes. So, um, for instance, today you told me you were going to be here at six forty-five. Mm-hmm. I had to go get my computer from my old apartment and bring it here. So I got to my old apartment at six o five, and then I was like, you know what? 
I need some towels and things from the dollar store. So I went to the dollar store. And Maria will always be late. And you're going to be late. But I was still here by 6.35 just to be, no, 6.40 probably. Um, Because when I looked at my clock, it was 6.50, but I had already been settled in. Like I already did a bunch of stuff. Set up the computer, made a sandwich. And then you came here around, I think, 7.30 maybe. Right. (laughs) <laughs> Again, just always add the hour. Yes. And you'll be good. Yeah, right? I mean, it's fine. Uh, I don't know what happened. I was late and then the GPS told me an hour, but I did factor in it would take an hour to, for me to get here. But my session ran over because I had to reestablish the rules of speech therapy, which means uh-huh. do stuff, then you get a reward. Oh, uh, yes. Yes. So I had to, I had to stay extra. Yeah. And I had to because I was not going to leave without teaching that. Right. That expectation. Yep. Right. That's good. Yes. Thank you. I thought it was so. So that's why I was late. Okay. I had to stick by my morals. Well, I mean, it's I do totally stick fine so. with me. I mean, for the most part, I was super panicky when I was running late, when I was okay. like late for my session today. Aww. And, you know, for the most part, people are pretty understanding, especially because we're in New York and it's impossible to be on time. almost. Yes. Um. So don't worry. It's good. Okay, thank you. All, all's well. Thank you, Deb. What are your tips for uh, balance and prioritizing? Sure. Okay. So I don't know if there's an actual term for this, but I just made up my own term. So I like to group things together and usually by geographical location, which I feel like maybe take all this advice with a grain of sand because I am typically late, <laughs> except for like events. Like I know when things start at six, I'm like, okay, I have to be there by six. You know, I don't, in- I don't intentionally try to be late. Like, oh, it starts at six, but I'm going to get there at seven. I don't do that. But for instance, I have a nice example. So like when I want to go to yoga, I try to go to yoga. And then since I'll be in the area of the shopping center, I'm going to like prioritize what I want to buy. And then I might ask a friend to meet up with me like, hey, I'm going to do this, this and this if you want to come with me. So then I feel like I got my workout. I got to go to yoga. So I got like check physical activity, check mental, (laughs) relieve mental Uh stress, I guess you could say. But it's also like functional check. I got to go and buy like new sheets that I needed and wanted and like i like to know that i'm like doing stuff right like you accomplished something yes Yes. so and then check i got to ask a friend to hang out and you know got a little social slash maybe emotional or mental support so i like group that together and that's geographically yes geographically but also like um mentally i guess i can't okay yeah i mean it is like a a sense of relief when you cross something off of your to-do list yeah but i also like got me out of bed to go to yoga because not only did i go to yoga i got my sheets i got to see my friend right you know so it's like i grouped those three things together okay so i like to group things but that just sounds to me like maybe this is why maria is always late because when she's somewhere she does like six other things in that area and meanwhile she's supposed to be in a different area that could be why 20 minutes (laughs) right yes don't take any advice from maria (laughs) (laughs) that's true too we're all entitled to our opinion but maybe you can group things if you want to take my advice and make it better like if you know you only have an hour then fine only do one of those things but if you know you have more time Mm -hmm. try to like capitalize on the time like oh i'm gonna be here so i might as well do this too i'm a big editor though so like let's say i am 
on my way to do something and I'm thinking like, okay, I'm going to go see this kid in Brooklyn Heights, but I also need um, a doormat, sheets, dog food, and some groceries. So I will stop along my route to get these things done or at least after and on my way home. But if I'm running behind and I just sense that like I'm going to have less than 10 minutes to spare, I will just edit that thing off my list. I'll be like, we no longer require groceries. (laughs) We will figure that out later. Uh, I like I toss it away. So because I know I mean, what is most important is that I get to my job on time because I can do things in between, you know. True. Um, And then like it is most important to do your job. Well, from my perspective and um, other things can be done after you don't want to be that person who is like constantly making up excuses for not being to work on time. Um, So I'd rather just edit my day and eliminate something that I need to do for myself but I'm I have I make sure that I have the integrity to come back and do it right otherwise because if you don't do what you are supposed to do you're gonna go crazy because you'll just sit there thinking about it and I just I don't I don't want to put myself in that position I don't like to spend time worrying Mm -hmm. and that's why this move has been so stressful because there have been things outside of my control that have caused me worry which has been really humbling (laughs) Because it's a good choice of words. Yeah, because I'm like, I do not invite this type of stress into my life. And you, sir, are creating it there for me. And that is where I have a problem. I'm like, I'm being so mean to all these people who have just just met like, you know, the the landlord, the floor guy, the neighbor, just everyone just because I'm like, I don't allow this to happen to myself. I create spaces within my life for just complete calm. That's great. I'm like, I don't have time to go to the store. Cross it off next. Like, I, I'm going to be late. I will inform them of my time. They could, they have the choice to wait for me or cancel. That's it. I'm not going to worry beyond that. I will not. And But but there have been many things this week that have been outside of my control. Yeah. And that well, really infuriates me. Well, I didn't know I could feel anger. Well, good. I'm glad that you feel it. I have been I, honestly because I'm like, are you human? <laughs> I know. But um, there was a lot of thoughts which I liked. But yeah. I wouldn't recommend this. Like, you know, if you have to be at work by like 7 a.m., I was thinking more like a weekend or an after work right. thing. Yes. You know, so like maybe yeah. as the motivator to like go to like a workout class or go for a jog is like, oh, I could jog and then I could also stop at the deli and buy dog treats and then if you know my friend jane is around i'll be like hey i'm doing this you're welcome to join right so you just kind of like motivated yourself to do all these things because you chunked them together but again not at the expense of you being late and missing work and then like right. you don't pay your bills like that would not be good advice. right but if you were like oh i can go to yoga on my lunch break right. like maybe that could be that a good idea be, yeah. but then maybe that could also ruin your whole day right <laughs> you have no idea if like maybe something could happen um exactly but yeah right. you know what my big motivator is to wake up and work out um frankie no no i just picked a no. random to thing. go to sleep in like gym clothes oh okay i'll just yes. sleep in when i'm gonna go to yoga and i don't i like to sleep in my pajamas though i don't even have pajamas i sleep in like underwear and t-shirts okay but i uh will put i'll like wear my yoga clothes this way when i wake up i'm like i'm already ready what's the excuse there is none interesting good to go i might try that i just i don't know i just like to sleep the way i like to sleep i don't know if i want to change that yeah i mean this is what's important everything in life is individualized it's up to you exactly (laughs) 
So that's my number one tip of grouping things. Check According it. to location. Yes. And then I wanted to recommend, which I'm thinking about this now, you want to, or I like to, I should say, break up my tasks, my to-do list. And I like to put it on little pieces of paper because I did oh. try writing my to-do list to-do list on like such a l- big piece of paper. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, I feel like I need to add more to this paper when really, no, I don't. Right. So I liked little post-its or little papers that you get from hotels. So oh. I like to take those and that's my to-do list. They're short mm-hmm. and they're little. So your first advice was to like just spend all your time in one location and not move on. Uh-huh. Your second piece of advice is to steal paper from hotels. <laughs> it's there for you to take. Mm-hmm. It's included Didn't, in the nightly rate. I feel rate. like it definitely is included in the nightly yes, for rate. sure. And there's like a Friends episode about this where Chandler, Chandler's like, we can't steal the remotes, but we can steal the batteries. <laughs> right. So yes. any Friends fans out there will appreciate that. I actually like to write to-do lists on big pieces of paper what? with Sharpie in big letters. This okay. way I feel so good when I'm like, cross it off, right. cross it off. Yeah. And I also write like... I don't write big tasks on to-do lists. I write small tasks. So I will do like, wake up will be number one. And I'm like, did it. Did it. <laughs> Winning. Yeah. Put get, on work on clothes. Yeah. Winning. Winning. Went to coffee. bed with Next. Mike, coffee. Check. Yeah. And right. then I'll be like, make bed. You know, I just start off with really small tasks. I don't write like clean apartment or clean kitchen. Yes. I'll be like, wash dishes. Yes. Um, organize cabinet. I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. So breaking up. In small little tasks. All the sounds are happening now. So at this point, we should probably stop for a commercial break. Yes, stay tuned because later on we're going to have a fantastic interview with Maria and her friend Nora. Is it Nora? It's not. It's Katarina. Oh, Katarina. This episode is brought to you by Covalent Careers, a career development company for new healthcare professionals. Covalent Careers provides new grads with education, mentorship, and job opportunities and provides employers with scalable talent acquisition solutions. Whether you're looking for a job, clinical tips, or advice on interviewing as a new grad, SLPs can find resources and job postings at covalentcareers.com backslash wine and cheese. This episode is brought to you by ThroatScope. I love my ThroatScope. Hey, I love my ThroatScope too. ThroatScope is especially helpful for conducting thorough oral mechanism evaluations. Yes, because throat scopes are illuminated tongue depressors and retraction tools. It includes a reusable light handle that slides onto a single-use tongue depressor. Throat scope integrates a natural light source to provide complete intraoral illumination for improved patient examination and outcomes. So if you want to feel like a prepared SLP, you're going to need a throat scope. Go to www.throatscope.com for more info. we're back so as much as i really liked your tip about to steal paper that was my tip yes oh right (laughs) i do want to warn people don't steal things right yes Mm -hmm. so gotcha but i also wanted to go over my third tip which is to also remember to slow down so it's kind of a counterintuitive approach you might think Mm -hmm. but it actually has been proven that 
slowing down and being more calm and more mindful will make you more effective and efficient Mm -hmm. because I guess it's about quality over quantity. So if you have more like mental space (laughs) cleared and Mm -hmm. you can accomplish more or maybe you could really get the things done, like, you know, let's say you want to clean out your closet. You didn't do a half-assed job. You spent all day doing it, let's say, or two hours and you really did it and you don't have to do it for a while now so that's just an example Mm -hmm. but uh yeah so my third tip is to getting stuff done and balance is to slow down and relax right and And stay calm and stay calm whatever way you can sometimes half as fast is twice as successful yes and i always tell myself that it's important to be calm because even if something awful is going to happen the first thing i'm going to have to do is be calm to deal with the awful thing so just no matter what be calm sometimes people might think that means that you don't um react care enough but still who cares gotcha (laughs) i actually did a meditation with my favorite app the insight timer Mm -hmm. and we're on there as slps wine and cheese that's just me doing all those meditations Mm. but you could like request me as a friend and you could see like what meditations i've done and which ones i like and stuff it's like a little bit of an instagram but for meditating oh sweet yeah it's called insight i-n-s-i-g-h-t timer this is not a commercial it's just something i personally really like right and there was a meditation about work worrying and i liked the name of it so i was like do this mm-hmm. and it's true when you worry about something you worry about it twice you worry about it and then when it happens you worry about it again right <laughs> and you're just kind of like attracting what you're worried about and that people yeah. have this mindset i'm gonna worry i worry about this so i'm gonna think about it all the time which is actually like not what you want you want to just remain calm and accept things and just let them be what they are which right. I guess is easier said than done which is why i feel like i need this app <laughs> right in my life i always think though too i don't want to because i always tell myself like i'm not a psychic so i'm not going to spend time worrying about something that yes. i don't actually know it's no, going to happen exactly. right. so like mm-hmm. i don't want to waste my time worrying right. about something because it might because it might not, not happen and i'm which, feeling it for no reason exactly and i That's, don't want to do that exactly or if it does happen or it will happen anyway then you just worried about it twice worrying right. about it and then like when it actually happens right yeah so and you don't want to make a self-fulfilling prophecy that's true too yeah you're like attracting it yeah mm-hmm. so many things but still easier said than done so, so now we're ready for your interview. What yes. is what are the l- listeners in for? I don't even know. I don't know. I, maybe I want to be surprising. But I will introduce. This is one of our interviews. This is a fellow friend of mine. She's an SLP. She's excellent. She's great to work with. And she's a listener of SLP's One and She's Podcast. Oh, hey. So, I mean, really just all great things I have to say about her. And, uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this interview. With Kat. With Kat. So without any. Darius. But I introduced her in the interview. No worries. Okay. I got it all covered on this lovely day that her and I had. I think lovely is your favorite word. Is it? It's not, though. Hey, everyone. So here I am sitting with one of our lovely guests, who is also a listener. So please welcome Katerina Darios. Hey, Kat. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for allowing me to come over and pick your brain. Anytime. Great. So Kat or Katerina 
is a speech pathologist. She works full time. She's also a mom, a wife, and a churchgoer, and mm -hmm. she's just very busy. So I'm yes. gonna try <laughs> to get all her knowledge in here because I know she's very busy. So Katerina went to Queens College for her undergraduate and LIU Post for her graduate school. And she started as a CF in a private school. Mm -hmm. And then the next school year, she went on to working in the public school system, mm -hmm. which is where I met her. Right. And her and I both work with children with complex communication needs. Right. Yes. Did I miss anything? Well, and then you're a mom of two kids. Right. And you have a husband. Yeah. And you have a whole bunch of other extracurricular stuff you do, too. Right. Before we get into all of that, so tell us, um, how has your school year gone, right? Because now pretty much the school year is almost over. We're at the last few days of school. Yeah. How do you feel like this school year went? It went very well. I'm really excited to, um, you know, end it on a good note and um, have summer focus on my own kids you know, and not have to worry about my students for, you know, the eight weeks that we're off. Yes, so, eight weeks. Yes. That's who's counting. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I understand that completely. All right. So I wanted to talk first about uh, your SLP life, and then I wanted to go into mom life. Sure. So as an SLP, you have experience working with children on the spectrum, mm -hmm. articulation, um, right phonology, mm -hmm. learning disabled. Is there any particular population you prefer, not prefer, but feel like more well-versed in? Um, I think that I might enjoy maybe working with the younger population. Uh -huh. I really did like doing home care and being with the babies. Yes. Yeah. I remember when you were doing home care and we would talk about it. You seemed like you were very into that. Right. Do you think because it's also like you got to have close contact with the parent and you I also being did, a parent? Right. And being able to, you know, um, relate to them in that sense and be able to offer them, you know, advice based on my experience um, with those type of kids or just, you know, experience with being a parent. Yeah. And, you know. In general. Yeah. Nice. So um, currently you are preparing to have like a staycation, right? Yes. So what are your plans for the summer with your kids? Um, this summer we're probably going to go away for a week um, in August. So we're going to take a little mini road trip somewhere. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, and just um, let go and relax and soak in some sun. That's and really one. spend some quality time with my kids. That's very nice. Yeah. I like that you talked about that. Okay, <laughs> sorry, I geared from the topic. I still wanted to talk about speech. Sorry, hold yeah. on. Going back to speech stuff. So I feel like your style, like your SLP style, I think it's like very creative because you always like come up with cool crafts that Thank I like. You. I'm like, where does she think of this? But like <laughs> you find them on Pinterest and they look exactly like Pinterest <laughs> or even sometimes better. So is that what you feel like helps keep you inspired? Yes, I do think that um, my creative side comes out with them when I'm working with kids, especially mm -hmm. with things related to literacy activities. So bringing in the books and, you know, creating a craft based on the book um, or even based on like a certain theme of like the month or the week or whatever, you know. Uh, sometimes I just go with whatever the teacher's doing in the class 
and bringing it into speech and oh you're reading a book about you know ice cream let's make an ice cream craft you know yeah. something fun and carrying over what it is they're learning in the class too exactly and uh, one of our interviews we talked about how when you work with children on the autism spectrum like we all the whole team has to be involved like the teachers the para the OT and everyone else right. so I like that you you know you agree with that whole approach you know mm -hmm. obviously you're doing it Definitely. that whatever the teacher is working on you're carrying it over exactly that's great and you do something I think it's really cool uh, I think was it once a week in one of the classrooms you collaborate with the OT Yes. And uh, can you tell us about that? Sure. So she brings in her um, sensory activity. Uh, well, first we start off with a writing activity. So we do like the letter of the week. Um, and then she brings a sensor sensory activity related to the letter of the week. Um, so we were just discussing for next week we might do a watermelon um, activity because she's doing the letter W. Um, so it gets the kids motivated and then, you know, so much language emerges from those type of activities and it's fun and engaging. Um, so it's something that I really enjoy. Nice. Yeah. So next week you're going to do, let's say the double letter W mm -hmm. and then you guys might read like the water, the watermelon seed that yeah. we got from the library. Right. I feel like Kat really appreciates the library. I do. <laughs> also, mm -hmm. yes, as I do as well that I've mentioned on the show. <laughs> so you're gonna read that book, yes. and then maybe do a craft with it, like yes. with different. Or um, we were discussing possibly bringing in some watermelon, and um, the OT was saying she would want to have the kids like pick the seeds out of the watermelon so you know really get their hands dirty and make it fun yeah the sensory part exactly I don't really know that many kids in that class but generally speaking do they do well with the sensory part or do you see some of those like defensiveness like that defensiveness we do have one or two yeah. students that are a little hesitant you know um, but for the most part the kids really really enjoy it yeah, That's like we've done um, the pumpkin, we've carved pumpkins in there before. Oh. Um, the OT has brought in oranges and had the kids try to peel the orange with their hands, you know. Wow. Yeah. That's so. really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because me and Kat, we share a space, so I'm, sometimes I'll just overhear what you guys are doing, and I'm like, what are you guys talking about? It seems really interesting. Yeah. So I'm glad that you collaborate with OT and the teacher. That's yes. very cool to see and hear about. Yeah. Great. So collaboration. Check. Yes. You got it. Yes. Crafty things. Check. You got it. And literacy. You really like books. I do. Check. So would you describe that as your SLP style? I think so, yeah. I really do like to, you know, bring in a book, even if it's just for a few minutes or even if we start off with a book and then yes. move on to another activity or a mm -hmm. game. Yeah. Good definitely. one. Okay. Great. So do you feel like you've been used, you incorporate that style to like when you're with your kids too? Oh, definitely. Yeah. We like to go to the library. Oh know? my goodness. <laughs> Please tell me more Surprise. about that. <laughs> What's um, that like? <laughs> so we do make trips to the library. Um, my oldest son sometimes brings books from school and something called a book baggie. So he goes oh. to the, his classroom library and picks out books and brings them home. 
and so we're supposed to read one a night. So that's fun. Um, sometimes I find my little one running over to the book baggie and pulling books out and sitting down to read himself, you know. Aww, um, so he tries to read it? or he tries, you know, he'll just label items in the book and things like that, but those are pre-literacy skills, so, That's you know. excellent. Yeah. Good for you, Kat. That's so, great. So, um, yeah, we're definitely big book readers at home. Oh, nice. Bookworms. Yes. <laughs> Very nice. And um, do you bring both of them with you to the library? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, so we both go. Your little one who's still not even in preschool yet, right? No, right? he's no, only he's, two. He's only two, and you're already exposing him to yes. books. It's so important. Yeah, it's definitely so important. Um, they just learn so much from books. And I think that because with my older one, I would also read to him at such a young age, like even like when he was like a newborn, you know, um, I think that that's how he's gained this love of books and is really so into reading. That's great. Yeah. And, the and the library. I love it. Yep. Great. Um, <laughs> so you're in, do, what about like arts and crafts? Maybe that's a little harder to do, but I, I know just, I mean, you know. I mean, we try, you know, sometimes I bring things like if I make something in school, I'll like bring, oh, let me make an extra one and I'll bring it home like for the kids. But, you know, to be home and to put other things aside to do a craft, sometimes it's just not really doable. Right. Because so, yeah. you have like dinner too, right? Yes. So you like to cook Greek food? I do. Tell us about that. <laughs> I try. Um, yeah. I do call my mom a lot when mm. I'm doing things like that, like to get tips and things like that of like what kind of spices I should use. Right. Or what are some traditional dishes, you know. Um, but I do try my best. Yes. <laughs> a lot of them take a long time. Like they moussaka, pasticcio. That's like an all-day event. Like, it could be. That is an all-day event. I made baklava and that was a quite quite a task but yes. I did it I'm not and so when you're a busy mom you don't oh have that kind of time yes so you're just looking for some quick meals you know yeah to just make do your kids ever help you cook or bake baking or yes baking yes cooking not yet not yet not there yet yeah they're still I, a little too young right yeah but huh? I do they help me bake and cookies and things like that okay yeah also, I forgot to mention before, is uh, when you went to school and when you were working as CF, you were living in Queens, yes. and then you adjusted and live now in Staten Island, yes. which, you know, is very interesting. I feel like we talk about Staten Island a lot, and Staten Island has, like, a certain reputation because people saw it on the Jersey Shore. Mm -hmm. So I just want to be like, no, it's not always like right. that. <laughs> but how is that? Well, you moved to Staten Island, like, what, seven years ago now? Just about, yeah. How was that move, like, transitioning from Queens, where you had your mom living nearby too, I right? I had my mom living nearby. I mean, that's where I grew up. I had all my friends and everything there. So, yeah, it was, it was a little tough you know, making the move here, but um, I think we adjusted pretty well. I, I found a job, you know, working in the school, and uh, my husband worked here already, so it just made sense that we both lived and worked in the same borough. Um, but, you know, living on Staten Island is good. Okay. I find that it's um, everybody knows everybody, and which is no different than living in a Greek village. Right. You know, you yeah. just got to leave your window open, <laughs> and you hear what's going on with your neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or they right. hear what's going on in your home. Yeah, you know? um, and they're going to ask you about it. They're right? not going to pretend they didn't hear it. No. They're going to be like, oh, I heard you were fighting about the garbage. <laughs> right? They're going right. to be like, I, I heard that. Exactly. Yes, you were quite loud. 
And maybe yeah. you're even whispering, but I, I leaned in closer to hear what you said. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's great. That is Greek people in a nutshell. But it just comes upside, from a place of love. But on the upside, I mean, everybody knows everybody. So in a sense, like, if you need a guy, you know, right. like, if you need, you need a good mechanic or right. whatever, you just got to ask around and you'll, you'll find them. That's so, a good point. Yeah. Yes. So how is it being a full-time SLP and a mom of two? And a Staten Islander and a Greek person. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, a Greek American. <laughs> being a mom is a full-time job and yes. being an SLP is a full-time job. So sometimes it's hard because you feel like you have to give 100% of yourself to being an SLP. Right. And 100% of yourself to being a mom. Oh, my gosh. So yes. So it's, it's easy to feel burnout sometimes, you know. Um, but there are lots of pros and cons. I mean, you know, um, pros would probably include, like, watching my own children develop their language. Um, right. There's just no, nothing like that kind of an experience. Um, oh, that's so nice. Yeah. Because you get to see it, like, happening in front of your own eyes. Exactly. And they're your own kids. Exactly. And you know what's like, oh, that's, you know, that's three-word utterance. Like, exactly. Right? Yes. So you exactly. see it from, like, different different aspects like exactly. in terms of like development communication development right. it's not just oh he said this word it's wow that's like a you know a cvc word right. that's like, oh he said the t sound oh you know so you look at it yeah, in a different way. yeah. wow that was a consonant cluster like that <laughs> exactly oh my goodness it's so exciting and it's on your own child Exactly. Which is great. So you get that sense of pride, too. Yeah. I've heard your kids speak, and they sound great. So. Thank you. <laughs> Did you ever do, like, prompt on them? Kat is also trained in prompt, too. I'd be so tempted to prompt my own kids. We'll see what happens. I but. have. I have. <laughs> yeah. But sometimes it's so cute that you don't want oh, to. Oh, gosh. Uh, yes. You know, correct it. Yeah. Um, so you just kind of get it. like, developmentally, I'll leave yeah. it alone. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. That's yeah. right. Okay. Um, you know, and also like they, you become so, you're so, you're so wrapped up and you're so busy, right? And then you really learn to like think on your feet, like, oh man, okay. like I didn't have time to plan this thing that I wanted to plan for work. Mm -hmm. Let me just get in there and see what book can I grab and how I can make that work, you know? Right. Um, you feel like being a mom, you use that, like the ability to like think on your toes. Yes. Right. Yes, because especially when you're a mom, like let's say at home, you know, something doesn't go the way it's planned, which that's life, you know. Mm -hmm. You're just like, all right, well, how else can I, you know, use my time and how can I fix this? And, you know, you're always looking to problem, problem solve. solve. Exactly. That's such a good skill. Yes. Exactly. That is good. I like problem solving. Right. And it's important to be a problem solver, I think. It is. And then you hope that, you know, you're modeling that for your own kids, too. Oh, right. And they're seeing it because, you know, life isn't easy. Things happen. You have yeah. to do things that are hard. Right. You know, I remember I was taking um, my two boys to get a haircut. So my youngest one is, like, was so nervous, you know, especially when they go near their ears with the oh, buzzing buzzer. and everything. And so my oldest one would tell me, like, Mom, like, why, you know, why does he have to get a haircut? Like, and I'm like, well, you know, we have to do things that are hard. And just because this is hard for him doesn't mean that we're not going to do it. Oh, that's such a great, t like, lesson yeah. right there. Right. So those little moments, you know, you're hoping that they're, you know, going to let it sink in and really Absorb develop those it. skills. Yeah. I think they are. 
for yeah. sure. And also, it's you're teaching that over time, right. you know. So like, and you're also getting them their haircuts, right? So you're exactly. not like, oh, forget it. And you're like doing that tough work. Exactly. Do the thing. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Cat has. I've dragged Cat with me to yoga. No, yes. not dragged her. She enjoyed it too. She's no, a I yogi. Did. And that's one of the quotes. That was one of the like whole mantras of the whole class. And it was just like, do the thing. And that just means like, do what's difficult. And like, exactly. it doesn't feel good, but that's where growth happens. Exactly. That's so great. You live by that. I do. So sometimes stuff is not as. Uh, Right, clear cut, right? right? So there's also some difficulties. Well, not difficulties, but it's more like, I guess, challenges? Or yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, being so busy, um, you know, there definitely comes, you know, the mental overload of everything. Right. I, so I find that I'm, I have become very forgetful. Okay. I mean, I could be thinking of something, oh, this is on my to-do list, and then the very next second, like, I've already forgotten about it, you know? So I literally have to write things down. I have to put set alarms on my phone, you know, to help me remember to do things, you know? Um, but that right there is problem solving. You're doing using strategies. Yes. So you got to give yourself a little bit more... Uh, grease. Uh, yeah, grease. Yeah, Thank so... You. Uh, <laughs> Of round of applause for that, you know, a pat on the back. Thank you. Like you're finding what you're having a difficult yes. time with, like remembering, recalling information. Right. And, you know, visual support, exactly. writing it. Exactly. You know, timers, timers are good. Yep. How about like a calendar? Do you have like yes. a calendar? Oh, okay. Oh, yes. We have, I mean, I have a calendar I carry with me, but I also have a calendar at home to you know, keep check of after school activities and appointments and, you know, everything else that comes along with, you know, being a mom. Put it on the calendar. Yes. I gotcha. And your, like, husband has to cross-check it, too, yes. and you have to do all that fun stuff. Yeah, because uh, my husband actually plays music. Oh, that's so cool. Yes, yeah. that's right. He's a bass player, so, you know, he also sometimes does shows, so we have to, like, make sure that we know, you know, which day he's doing that and if I'm going to be home and, you know, we have to right. keep in check with each other. Yep. Does he play with the kids at all he, or for the kids? Well, oh. he... um. He practices a lot at home, obviously. So, like, the kids usually, when they hear him playing, they'll run into the room and want to listen to him. So it's cute. That's yeah. so cute. I think music is great. Have they showed any interest in instruments, or is it too soon for that? I'm not um, sure. My oldest one, he tries. Like, we, he has, like, a little guitar, and he tries to play, you know. He does his thing. Um, my little one, though, really does love music. Like, okay. anytime. He's playing, and if he'll even if he hears like a car outside with music playing, he'll stop just to listen to it. He'll cool. bop along sometimes. So we'll see where that goes. We'll see. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I feel like that um, ability to like like hear a song and then play it, or you're like that musical talent. I feel like you're like almost born with it. Yes. So my husband definitely was because he's self-taught. Wow, I yeah. didn't know that. He took some, uh, you know, uh, lessons, but for the majority, he practices a lot. Yeah, yeah. it takes so time. That's a skill to... Determined to... Yeah. Good. Be good, yeah. That's a good skill to be determined. Right. <laughs> so sometimes uh, your house is noisy, right? <laughs> yes, it could be noisy. Right, okay. And we've spoken about this before, too, where, like, sometimes you, you know, you're working all day, our job is to talk. And then you go home and you got to do more talking. Oh, my God. I don't so know sometimes how you do that. I just treasure, you know, putting the kids to bed and after 8.30 just, like, 
you know, the silence and the silence. quiet, you know, in the dark, just, you know, maybe watching a movie and vegging out. Yeah, you need that, right? Yeah, so definitely. do you find that's one of your um, tips or strategies to, like, decompress after a long day? Definitely. Okay, so that would definitely. be a tip you would give yes. to... Yeah. SLP moms or yes. just even SLPs or moms in general. Yes. <laughs> or even sometimes, um, like I've mentioned another time to you also, like um, I'll pause like before I go into the house after like a hard day at work or whatever and just kind of like refocus like, okay, I'm leaving work behind now. Now I'm going into my home and rethink of, all right, this afternoon I have to do this, that, the other thing. Make sure I squeeze a little time in with my boys and, you know. Just mm -hmm. to have like a little peace of mind. Switch wow. gears. Wow. That I mean, that's, yeah. I think that's very useful, right? Yeah. Tip? Oh, that's... definitely helps. Oh, yes. good. Yeah. Okay. Is there anything else that you feel like you want to say to our uh, listeners? Which, by the way, Kat, thank you for being a listener yourself. I am. Yes, thank, thank you. you. Thank you very much for your show. Oh, I've become thanks. somewhat of a fan. I mean, oh. you told me about it, and I was like, you know, the desire is there to listen. I just right. couldn't find the time, but then I made it work. Gotcha. And I have to yeah. tell some other of my uh, fellow uh, interviewees mm -hmm. the same. Yes, they're like, I'm too busy. I'm like, you have time. You'll just, <laughs> I'll help you find it. So, um, yeah. Any other helpful tips? We have a you know a segment on the show, our tips and tricks segment. So if you would like to contribute and give us a tip or trick, it could be related to being sure. a mom or not. It's up um, to you. Sometimes I find that I want to bring toys home. Mm. So I have to make sure I sanitize those. <laughs> That's a good tip. Yes. Um, and vice versa. You know, when sometimes I will, you know, secretly take a toy from home to bring it to work. Um, and hopefully my kids won't notice. I have to sanitize it as well. Yes. Um, so that's something that I do. I like that tip. Um, sanitizing toys. Yeah. Summer's Good. coming. So what I like to do when I take my kids out, um, I like to dress them in brightly colored clothes. Mo mostly hats. Like I like to buy like bright colored hats this way I could just spot them, you know, across the playground or wherever it is we go out. That's really smart, and me, I'm not mom, so I would not, like, think of that, so that's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because um, you take your kids to the playground a lot. All the time. And yep. you always tell them, like, what's mommy wearing, too, yes. right? I try to, you know, have them also look for me, so, you know, I remind them before we get out onto the playground, I say, you know, hey, what's mommy wearing? So you remember, and you can always spot me and find me, too. Yeah. Great. These are two healthy, helpful tips, too. Healthy, helpful tips. <laughs> and they're safety first, which I love. Yes. I always say that. I'm like, safety first. Mm -hmm. Okay. And we also end our episodes with a quote. So is there any particular quote or, like, mantra that you want to share? Um, I can't think of any of off the top of my head, yeah, but whatever. I do like your quote oh, at thanks. the end of every day. <laughs> Thank you, Kat. Right before it's time to leave, you say... I always say, we did the best we could for today. And that's what helps me, like, feel like, turn off my, like, work brain. Exactly. Like, I did my best for today. And, like, the work will always be there. There will always be, like, something else to do. So I just have to, like, put a stop on it and I'll just pick it up the next day. It or... was good enough for today. Yes. And then we can try again tomorrow. Yes. And you have to know that, like, you really did do the best you could and even some days you might have more energy or less or more time to dedicate to, let's say, 
paperwork and less that well that's just kind of how it works you know mm -hmm. there's different focuses right. of every day exactly but thank you thank you yes <laughs> but thank you again for having me over sure. and um yeah have a good night everyone okay. i'm maria and i'm kat thank you for listening bye-bye bye -bye. oh we could say bye in greek <laughs> okay, so maybe I do use the word lovely often, but it is not my favorite word. So it is a fantastic word. It is. Mm -hmm. Maybe I should replace lovely with fantastic. Or incredible. Cool. Or tremendous. Tremendous. Or fantastic. Yeah, or... Um, fabulous there we go yes tons of words tons of we words. should have a synonyms episode okay but mm. i love that interview it's so great to hear another perspective i'm not a mom neither am i and uh i like to be able to feel more well-rounded while being exposed to what they think and feel and do yeah exactly yeah right because we can't just like magically become moms no you know it takes more <laughs> than that yes but uh it's it's nice to think about and you know eventually one day i hope to be a mom right so you know one day i think i will probably feel the same way she does so it was like a nice little uh preview of life exactly preferably because i want to be a mom and it you shows know? you that everyone's always everyone is thinking like i need to prioritize i need to balance and no matter what is happening in your life regardless of your responsibilities um, and regardless of the size of your family, there's still lots that you have to do and think of on a daily basis. So yeah, don't be so hard on yourself. Make sure I you know. have compassion for yourself. Yes. I believe that point as well. Mm -hmm. So with that note, tips and tricks, more tips and tricks. I feel like I gave really good tips. Yes. That's you did. Steal the paper, take your time and go be to late. all the stores in your neighborhood before you go anywhere. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Good tips, really. Exactly. I still think those are good tips. My tip, I'm going back to the beginning, and my tip or trick is to just be 100% transparent, honest with your current situation. So I, just like I mentioned earlier, I was going to be late. I told them exactly when I was going to be there. I gave myself 12 minutes to park in addition to that because I knew it was going to take more than just arriving. I was in Brooklyn Heights. Um, so, and it was fine. There was no problem. Good. And, you know, like people, that. they can either wait for you or they can cancel. And yeah. just know you're worth the wait. People want to see you and they want you to work with their children or, or their family members. You know, grab a coffee right. with you. Exactly. Or do a podcast with you. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Deb. You're welcome. Yes. Well, I just know, like, what, I'll always have time to eat a sandwich before Maria gets here. Look, you're welcome. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Thank you. You're welcome. Cheers to that. Cheers to, sandwiches. to sandwiches. Great. Okay. So... I wanted to mm -hmm. give like a speechy tip because I felt like I gave like life tips. Okay. You know, whether they were good or not. But uh, I wanted to give like a reminder because I'm sure we've talked about this to really think about your sessions moving forward with the new season and to really just play into the client's strengths. I don't know. I just feel like the summertime is a more laid back time. So really just, you know, use what's working. Like just exactly. capitalize on that. And that's not like taking a shortcut. That's not playing it safe. It's just really being efficient with your time and like, you know, playing to the strengths, playing to their where their intelligence lies because there are right. seven different types of intelligences. So mm -hmm. that's my tip. 
Okay. So I think that's great. Thank you. So what's our quote? I was going to let you say one because I oh. feel like you have a lot going on and I'm more like, let me have more wine. Okay. Yeah. Here so go. I'm going to go back to the quote that I said earlier that sometimes uh, half as fast is twice as effective. And I do think that I think about that every day. And I, I think I do accomplish a lot because I do them carefully and slowly. So that's I'm going to ask you to repeat that quote one more time because it's such a good one. Yeah. Half as fast is twice as successful. Half as fast is twice as successful. Sometimes. That's what it says in the beginning. Sometimes half right. as fast. Okay. You know, not in a race. Gotcha. You probably should go fast that whole time. Right. Well, you're th- you are there to be fast. Yeah. Right. And have the race <laughs> over so you could eat and drink and right, go at the home and nap. Line. Absolutely. Yeah. So on that note, everyone, happy summer. Mm -hmm. And I'm Maria. I'm Deb. And thank you for listening. Good night. Good night. Adios.